0: Hey everyone, Steven here with a Yes Shift at night after show review of Yes and El Cajon. I'm here with a couple of people. Here's my friend, Chris. Um, Yeah, Chris, you've seen Yes with me before, right? Yes. Three years ago? Yeah, Uh, it was was six years ago. Um, And we saw John Anderson three years ago. Um, And we're also with Chris's friend, JP. Hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah, you just saw a, Oh sorry, interrupting. Just say yes. <laughs> yeah, you saw yes in the seventies at the Balboa Stadium, yes. wasn't it? Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, so we just saw um close to the edge, fiftieth anniversary show at the Magnolia in El Cajon. Um so overall, what were your guys' impressions of the show? Um I don't know who wants to go first.
1: Well, I've got to say, uh, I saw them a long time ago, and I, I knew that they were great musicians, and Close to the Edge has always been really close to my heart, you know, for years. I, I'll, every time I play it, I'll play the whole thing all the way through, and when I saw them, it was like a dream come true. They were so spot on. even All the members that were involved that aren't original members, it didn't matter. They were just, it's almost hard to explain how fantastic the concert was. I'm, I don't know about music myself, technical parts of it. I just know that I just love the hell out of it. Really right,
0: cool. yeah. Like, I don't play any instruments, but I, I love what I love when it comes to music. Yeah. You
1: know? yeah, it was like an out-of-body experience for me. I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> 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 I was like, I didn't really care who was around me, you know. Right, yeah. yeah no offense, Christian, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Chris, what, what was your overall impression of the show? I just thought the musicianship overall was just superb. I mean, um, I was just in awe of like, all of them. Really, Jeff Downs was really getting into, um, they were all really getting into it in their own way. Uh, Steve Howe was throwing in a lot. And he, he's just always been an accomplished guitar player. Um, what I was noticing was that he, his influences seem like it's classical mixed with jazz there's some rock in there there's some folk in there especially when you play these acoustic um, solo bits um, it was really nice to see Jeff play a lot of the keyboard and synthesizer sounds but it was also really nice to hear him play piano um, I thought that was really nice jump touch to it um, let's see yeah, it's it's piano cool. sounds yeah the piano sounds were really pretty but um, you know John John Davis yeah yeah he, he someone really good, and like, it seemed like he was really passionate, like, you can see Yeah, the, he's
0: been know, with the band for 10 years now Yeah, it's and, crazy like, It's amazing, it,
1: for, for him, like, seeing it through his eyes is probably like, true you know? Yeah, like, for like, sure And, and uh, what else um, It was just and Billy Sherwood was just great I, I you know, the, a lot of the bass lines were very intricate, and it's just amazing to see how he was able to pull out Lot of the bass lines and sing at the same time. Another thing that I really liked was the harmonies. Um, what was the song that they sang um, where the three of them were harmonizing? Very just like there was that moment where it was Plus like Andy and I. I think it was, yeah, it, it had to have been that one where the harmonies were just so strong. Um, the instruments were there in the background, but they were just so strong. And there was also a moment where Steve Powell was playing guitar. He was playing his. Uh, I think He was playing a. Uh, I don't remember which song it was, but he was playing solo, and there was a subtle background, Jeff's keyboards in the background, very subtle, um, but they complemented well, they didn't overpower anything, his guitar skills again were just like, over the top, um, in a good way, I don't mean right. the, um, but again, you know, there's jazz, and folk, and just depends on all kinds of mixtures of guitars and folk, in there. so. Yeah,
0: and hopefully the sound is good um, I, we tested this before and uh, i think it's workable but if anything is like not loud enough i might re-edit and repost it but um thinking back to the set list um well there's also some other stuff before the show but we'll, i'll get, i guess i'll we'll work backwards but um going by memory uh the set list began with firebird suite and then they started with you know, the Alan White tribute to the turn of the century. Yeah. And um, surprisingly, like, as we were coming in here, like, there were, like, some, I guess there were, like, maybe cas- some casual fans who were not as well versed in the history, and a couple of them were kind of surprised. So, like, I guess they were expecting Alan to be there. And I think part of that might be that some websites or people get the tickets, like, maybe they use, like, the image of, the lineup before, like, they'd before, like, you know, Alan passed, so, um, yeah, I'm sure, like, it was a surprise to some people, but that tribute video was really nice. I'd seen it before, but people were, like, really into it, and, uh, they start with the edited version of, on the Silent Wings of Freedom, um, but, like, so that opening song, did that, did it feel like, stripped down to either view, or did it just, like, I don't
1: know how familiar you are with it, but... I mean, it it seemed like it was, they were kind of like warming up with it, but warming up for them is, like, over the top, you know. Right. Professional stuff. But once they got it, there was a little bit of feedback in the bass, going, is this going to be going on, and all of a sudden they just corrected it right away and turned it on. They have a good rapport with the, the sound technicians, obviously, because...
0: Yeah, they're, like, so helping them a bit um, during the last
1: song in Starship Trooper, yeah. Props to those guys. Those guys were really fast and professional, especially Steve House Guitar Tech. They yeah. He was, like, on it. So props to those guys. The crew the, the was pretty cool. It was very professional. Right. I was thrilled to see him the, 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 with the lap steel guitar. Oh, yeah. And I had no idea. I mean, I know that... Or backwards and forwards, I had no idea that's where it was played off. You know, just like thrilling to see that kind of stuff. Right?
0: Yeah. Uh, um, so after Silent Wings, they did Yours is No Disgrace, and the part where Steve does his solo, um, there might have been like a bit of improv in that. It seemed like he was having a fun time. Um, and then they go into No Opportunity Necessary, No Experience Needed. A little bit slower than what I'm typically used to for the song, but I was still hyped with it. Um, And then I think after that is when Steve did his acoustic solo. It was a song called um, In the Course of a Day. Uh, So it's from one of his solo albums. Uh, It's not one I'm super familiar with, but what do you guys think of his acoustic solo? It
1: was... Technically, it was fantastic. It was just... uh... He's so natural with everything he does. You know, it doesn't. You don't really realize how how complex what he's doing is. You know, yeah. he's just just like flowing out of it. He's just like he just, you know, like a lot of guitarists. You see, they they try to go over the top. You know, like they're wrenching the music out of him. And he was just like flowing. It was just like flowing out of it. <laughs> uh, all of yeah, all of his uh, instruments that he was playing was amazing. Like. We were talking about Channel Giant before, where every single member of the group plays a different instrument. Four different instruments, that he's like, it must be at least, like, kind of, five. He was playing five different string instruments. It was, at least, yeah. Back-over. Yeah. So I, I just thought, when he, when he was playing that, it was just more, it, it was uh, a storytelling. It was like he was telling a story with his guitar, you know? Um, That's the way I perceive it, and uh, a lot of the plucking that he does, he plucks with the bass and everything else, and that's just um, a whole, that's just a whole art in itself, the type of guitar playing that he does. Um, I mean, I'm not knocking down anyone that strums, I personally just, uh, I personally just strum a lot, but um, his technique is just takes years and years and years of practice and practice and practice and you know he has it down to a t even at this age you know um he has a lot of energy for a 70
0: 75 now yes. yeah. 75 really. yeah and he's also kind of like the spokesman um we're in a parking garage so like i don't know what that is <laughs> yeah he kind of takes like the announcer spokesperson role um and so he was like really into it. Is he the musical director, right now? Um, like, so to say? I, I guess, I don't know, maybe in a sense, but... Yeah. yeah so after... Um, yeah, that was weird. Uh, so after his solo, I think they played Wondrous Stories. And to me, it felt a bit heavier than like how I'm used to hearing the song. So it was kind of a surprise. Um, and then they did uh, a couple songs from The Quest, The Ice Bridge, and Dare to Know. Dare to Know also felt heavier than I'm used to, but uh, you were, like, really into The Ice Bridge, right,
1: Chris? Yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff Downs' um, keyboard uh, riff was very catchy and enthralling.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, because I've listened to the album version over and over, there was, like, a little bit where I kind of wish the... Like, that part was more... Out in front. I don't know if it was just where I was sitting, but I don't know, maybe that's just me. Um, but yeah, they did pretty well with that. And then. The visuals for that. Oh, yeah, with the. Yeah, they had the video wall and uh, had ice and whatnot. And then I think after that, they did part of the sunrise, which, I, I mean, is as strong as ever. Um, and then after that was the break, and. When they came back, um, I had to like run back to my seat because I heard like the like the bird, bird sounds yeah. and it's oh. like, oh shoot, close to the edge is starting and So, uh. I left the person behind, I didn't even. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: go. <laughs> hope he knows where his seat because I'm going. <laughs>
0: yeah, and um, yeah, that went pretty well. Uh, they do like like Steve Howes mentioned on our show and in other places that the key change they did at the end, but I wasn't like looking for it until like right as it was happening, I was like, oh shoot, I need to, like, pay attention to the key changes, like, okay. Um And I saw, like, a couple people, a couple of rows ahead of me were, like, really into it. Uh, I think with that song and maybe End, You, and I, um, Steve seemed really into it, like, um, so he and John Davis were standing in front of each other, sort of, like, playing off against each other, which was cool. Um I remember John Davison also had this weird staff which he used to turn the ice bridge to like sort of walk with as a walking stick, and he'd like hold it up in later parts. Um, but yeah, then they
1: did. It, it had bells and such on it too, didn't it? I
0: think maybe. She uh, was like shaking it. Okay, I was wondering what the was
1: a Microphone, right. and I think it might have been a medicine stick of some type. Or, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. so, so it looks like a traditional. It didn't look like it was like, bay, okay, like, I don't to like, like or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a musical instrument that was a traditional, but I wouldn't really say for sure. But, All right. Yeah.
0: yeah, so they did And You and I, and then they did um, Siberian and so, you know, doing the whole Close to the Edge album. And then I think after that, um, they did the Closers, you know, Roundabout, Classic. You know, there's always someone who shouts, boy, Roundabout, and... <laughs> I always wonder if it's someone who's been to these concerts before and just shouts at it like as a meme because they know it's coming, or if it's someone who is not has not been to as many S concerts and they really wanted to be played so I don't know, but uh, that was pretty cool. And then Starship Trooper, you know, it's always a strong
1: finisher. Um, <laughs> just kudos to the harmonies. You know, those guys did a pretty good job. Uh, very good job the your player like, weaves falling together, you know, it was unreal. Yeah,
0: and um, I can't remember if you said this on, on, like, on recording, but you were saying, like, this show is as good as, like, Jethro Toll, right? Yeah,
1: Jethro Toll I've seen some times before, and his musicians are always spot on. I mean, even if you like or dislike it, you cannot it. deny the musicianship and the performance level Professionalism is just amazing, you know. And it's just, like I said, I'm a Jethro Tull geek, and I I love Yes too. Like I said, Close to the Edge is one of my all-time favorite albums. You know, desert island kind of thing. So
0: yeah, it's definitely a high open.
1: The bar was pretty high, (laughs) and and they exceeded it and jumped over it. Yeah,
0: and um, like
1: still kind of like floating.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and like. The audience was really into it. Lots of oh, people right. were like standing up and clapping, so
1: Yeah, there was um, a woman who was screwed. really they weren't obtrusive to the of of music. I think they were respectful for anyone yeah. there was a couple right. of people idiots to watch. I mean it was, it was <laughs> funny when Steve was playing guitar like and he was just like Yeah, he was kinda he he had the audience at his hands, you know. He loved every kind of nuance that he made in the world. Yep. little for, playful looks out in the audience, you know? And they jump oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love seeing how full of energy
0: he is. Um,
1: for this part, oh, sorry, you were going to say something? No, saying, I don't want to use the word spry, but they use that for any type of old person. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I would start <laughs> saying that about me. I said, hey, get the concert. You should wear <laughs> spry. Didn't, didn't fall over. It looked like he was going to fall over, remember? Yeah, he was oh, there did there. it? I must have no, missed like, that. No, it's not that he looked like he was, he was it. Was um, yeah, well, I it was just,
0: uh, yeah, I remember, um, I think John Davison bent down to like the edge of the stage during a lyric. Uh, maybe it was during Close to the Edge or something. Close
1: to the Edge? It like, yeah, it, it might have uh, been yeah. that or it might have been something else. But
0: for this particular concert, I was paying close attention to Jay Shellen's drumming and... Well, you know, I've seen him perform in Yes concerts three times before, I think. But for some reason, this felt to me like seeing him play with Yes for the first time. And he was in top form all throughout. And I don't know if maybe it felt like the first time because it's sort of sinking in that he is like the successor to the drummer throne now. It's sort of sunken in. But um, he, he was...
1: Really yeah. top shape, top form. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was definitely knowing I mean, you can feel it in your chest, you know? Right. But it's not overbearing, you know, with yeah. the rest of the music. Like I said, again, whoever is doing this, the mixing. Yeah. Oh, the, the mixing, mixing was great too, Yeah. The, the mixing yeah. was well done. So we, we could hear that was overpowering any other instrument. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and I really do think that. You know, playing is part of it, but I think also how much someone enjoys a concert also um, involves, like, what state of mind you're in when you go in. Like, I know I had, like, some personal baggage from, like, during some travels today, so, um, but, like, the music was good. It was really good, and um, were there any songs that either of you were sort of hoping or expecting might be played? You no, know, as long as they played close to the edge,
1: yeah, sure. <laughs> to the edge yeah, thing, I was I was happy. Whatever they ever did, I mean, I can't think of a song that I'd go, "Oh, yeah, I don't like that one." But I mean, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that to, it's like just the whole Every single song is gonna be good. What about you, Chris? I mean I'm, I'm gonna be that guy to be honest. I just feel like I've seen all the people, but you know <laughs> I mean, like, well, oh, one I of really their know. most overplayed songs. You're that guy. <laughs> no, you're that guy. But
0: that to that be guy. fair, whenever they do play it, I can't help but get super like into like the crescendo like toward the end of the your move section and it's just yeah. Um, and the audience gets into it
1: whenever I see it, but yeah. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know it's Really well, it's really up I'm to sure my time
0: dad time. is gonna love hearing that you wish I'd played all good people, well, I
1: see,
0: I see a bit. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I will, sorry I cut you off. No, that. That's, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, also, another neat thing about this tour is uh, they have like the Roger Dean art gallery, which we checked out like right before out in the hallway in the venue. Um, oh, yeah, and uh, I also got this tour book. I, it might look backwards in the video, but, yeah, the Closely Edge 50th Anniversary tour book, and I flipped through it. It's very, like, some really neat pictures. There's a nice one of Alan and Daddy Offord on guitar, which um, I'm looking forward to, like, yeah, I'm looking forward oh wow you got to the echo page <laughs> i'm looking forward to actually reading through the whole thing and giving my two cents on a future episode um but yeah and the roger dean art amazing as always uh, i saw the union cover art uh, the guardians and there are some other things like from yes songs um i might i took some pictures and stuff so i'm trying to debate whether i should add that to the secret path special we're putting together or on something separate but either way we'll uh, see what we can do to, like, share uh, what I got. Um, and I also got this mug. Let me see if I can. A close-to-the-edge 50th anniversary mug. and I look backwards as well.
1: Yeah. Bring up the fact that you were this celebrity with your T-shirt.
0: Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, when we showed up at the venue, so, like, before the show, um, everyone was, like, well, not everyone, but like at least three people like really wanted to like see my shirt. They're, they're like bad jackets, like covering the awesome shirt or something like that. And so you know the the Edge fiftieth anniversary shirt, which I've worn on the show before. Um, and there were some other the Edge fiftieth anniversary shirts they were selling that looked kind of different, but I was like, eh, I'm fine with what I have. Um, and I mean, I already spent like 50 bucks on the tour book and the mug and also on like drinks and a snack, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's, uh, do you guys have any like closing thoughts before I end
1: this life? I think it's a testament to the band that, uh, uh, took two and a half hours to concert and we're so excited about it. we're talking about it in a hundred <laughs> we're not, we're not forced, forced. A lot. Right. Gotta be working
0: done, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually have to catch a train at like 5.30 a.m., so <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's how it goes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, I guess that'll do it. This has been our review of the concert, and uh, stay tuned on Yes Shift. Uh, I'll be with my dad on another episode and check out some of our recent stuff like the jay Shellen interview that went very well such a great conversation and yeah see y'all later on yes shit